it's off my chest first Excerpts of my life, I call it my like, next it, verse I swear to God, like, it's a real fucking thing, dude, that comes back around Like, no joke, like, you put out positive vibes and that shit fucking comes right back What's up, guys? Today on Uplift State of Mind, I have a fucking amazing interview with That Kid Cry. If you have not heard of That Kid Cry, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but this guy is super talented rapper. Um, this fucking guy is hip-hop, dude, you know? Uh, since I met this guy, I would say other than his talent, the one thing that sticks out to me the most is his, uh, his damn consistency, man. Whether it's, whether it's, uh, projects or videos or shows or he's touring or he's putting out new merch. I mean, whatever, whatever it is, dude, this guy is on top of it, man. Back to back to back. And like, I, I really hope you guys enjoy this interview. Um, so Fucking check it out and leave some comments. Tell me what you think. So, yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Boom, and there it is. And here we are. Yep, yep. And with me is that kid cry, motherfuckers. Yo, what up, though? Hell yeah, dude. So, I got seven subscribers now. Seven whole yeah. subscribers. Yeah, dude. We're about to get you more. Dude. We're gonna we're gonna get you there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh so how's it been going, man? Uh pretty good. Just taking care of babies, recording lots of music, doing a few shows this year, not as much lately. Uh kinda taking a step back and evaluating all the material, you know? Fuck yeah. That's what's up, man. Shh. Sorry, that's so unprofessional of me. Um, His phone went off in the yeah, interview. Yeah, dude. God damn it. That's the second time. That's the second interview I've had ESPN fuck me up on that. Um, cool, man. Uh, fuck, dude. So, this last this last project uh, was pretty badass, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I was listening to it, you know, the other day. And, dude, just your fucking storytelling is crazy, man. Um, what, uh... What inspired you to do this one? Uh, it was just a combination of things in life. Just uh, the sun and the moon is like that's the title of the album, but it, it's it's just uh, the process of like four years. Like that's I spent longer than four years making the sucker. Like, but it was just a constant progress of tracks and over the same guy's beats. This Lewis Cullen guy mm-hmm. and. Uh, I went through a whole bunch of stuff like in my personal life from uh, breakups and girlfriend things and all this stuff. And uh, I put that energy into like a story about Mm -hmm. the sun and the the actual sun and the actual moon if they were like alive. And the fact that they just, you know, they, they revolve around each other all the time. They're all the sun's sitting there a distance away you can you can never touch you can never see each other but they care about each other because they they do know of each other's existence and it's just like it starts to turn into this whole thing as it unravels and the sun gets angry because he can't see her and she gets depressed because he's angry and it's it's just like this whole like crazy story i don't want to give away the whole thing but i mean right listen to it you know (laughs) anybody listening to this go check it out it's on all platforms, the sun and the moon. See, and that's what I'm talking about, dude. What the f- See, just like that crazy storytelling shit. Like, it's <laughs> fucking, I love that, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, who did the artwork? 
uh, George Valdez. I I designed up a cover on a with a pen and paper and gave him the idea I wanted, and then he really brought it to life and added some color to it and took it off to another. It's fucking cool, dude. Direction. Like he's yeah. been doing. He's been grinding. George Valdez out there. He's uh, in Salem, and he's. He's been knocking out graphics for logos, album covers, flyers for a lot of the local hip hop heads, and he shows a lot of love. He's always at every show. I've no, I, I haven't been to many shows where I didn't see that guy there, just in the audience. That's dope, dude. That's fucking badass. Just showing love. Yeah, man. He cares about what the scene uh, looks like too, their image and everything. Hell so he's, yeah. he's just hooking people up and doing some good dude, work. That's badass. Uh, what's your favorite track on that one? Uh, like if you had to pick one for like like okay you guys got one one song to listen to. Uh, my personal favorite on it was probably Love and Hate just because of how fun that one was to write and it's really bouncy like, and it, but it's like uh, it's it's just the contrast of the love and hate aspect and uh, talking about. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm sick of cellular love. A sickle cell of the blood. I come in a different shape and I'm going to be around long. Stronger by the tune. I'm writing a different song. Gone lift it with the wind and I'm happy about getting lost. Leave my shit behind and I won't be back soon. Baby, I'm on the road with these dope rap tunes. Truth is, I'm motivated just to stick in a plot. Listening to your track, how you rip it and why. Yeah, like, it's just it, it's just this really, like... Yeah, see, yeah, I, it, it, I like uh, the breakdown of it and the details. And there's, like, little punchlines in there and metaphors and like yeah. if you go over it and stuff like you'll see what I did you know <laughs> fuck yeah dude I'm gonna have to listen to it again and fucking Surfer Jack seems to be the one everybody likes cause that's the one we we did a video for that one and pushed it real hard and it's got a like that addiction theme to it but... right yeah I uh I checked that out again the other day at work and uh Bossick did that video yeah Bossick yeah. did that and what I know hell yeah one with the moon ball in it like, fuck yeah Hell yeah, dude. Uh, so, he kills it. yeah, dude, Bossick. Uh, <laughs> we're actually, I'm going to be doing something with him in a couple of days for your boy B. We've got a video shoot. Um, yeah. uh, let's fucking talk about uh, something I wanted to ask you because you do fucking crazy amounts of shows and you have. Uh, what's your, like, the craziest thing that's ever fucking you've seen at a show, like, involving you or not involving you, but just something, I mean, dude, you've been out in, in the fucking masses and with the people late, and I mean, like, crazy amounts, like, what? I once uh, watched a, a man uh, standing there watching his mother fight with somebody, and they were screaming and yelling and the <laughs> the guy looked at uh, his mom and he, they they seemed to make eye contact and like he was going to do something and then all of a sudden this girl like punched the mom and then she goes running off to the bathroom and then he, uh he took a bottle and hucked it into the bathroom and it hit her in the face what the cracked her head open fuck? and she just starts bleeding all over the bathroom it was nuts and then they like stopped the show got her out on a stretcher like it was like <laughs> it turned into this whole crazy thing that's probably the craziest thing i've seen like because i saw the bottle fly across the yeah room, into the bathroom smack her in the face like she's screaming at the people to what stop the and blah 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 like she's gonna fight them and then they threw 
that bottle at her, and then he like walked in there and punched her in the face after he threw the bottle too. It was crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, wow. man. I, I I don't even know. Like I, I haven't seen many brawls because I always kind of get out of there when the vibe gets that way. Right, like, right. Like you I'm can like, tell most times in a place yeah, like you can tell when it's the air changes. Mm-hmm. You just everything you're breathing heavier. Like people are like super their energy is off it's like you know there's either like a a tension or Uh like uh, you can feel like an extreme amount of confidence from somebody that's ready Dude, to fight. You know, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> we there's a big ass spider on the wall right here by yeah, me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time at fucking. Uh, Oh, dude, it's on the ground now. Got it. <laughs> Barefoot. Uh, one time at Papa G's, Papa G's, or Jimmy, Black, what the, the fuck? Black what, light the Black lounge. Light, whatever the fuck you yeah, want to call I that see shit. Some brawls there, too. Yeah. Uh, dude, yeah. Like, I seen a dude get stabbed there. Fucking just crazy shit. Yeah. There's so many stories going back to the, just that bar. Yeah. <laughs> just that bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking boxing thing now or something. Yeah, the Church Street boxing. That's now. cool. Yeah. I drive by and I get sad sometimes and I'm like, dude, just think of, wrestling yeah. <laughs> think about it. It's crazy. Um, it's cr- the ramp to that used to go down to the stage is still there. So really? that's the ramp to walk down to the boxing ring. Now. Oh, so shit. When you drive by, you can see that ramp. So that's Hell the yeah. only thing that looks the same where I'm like, oh, that used to be the ramp we walked down, you know? Dude, <laughs> some fucking crazy. My very first show was with you and Esta and Ed just up left Ewok and Fuck yeah. DJ Epps was on there and... Uh, Ari had convinced me to do that show, and it was for like uh, domestic abuse. Like the money went. Yeah, to, the money went to. That uh, was your first show. Females. That was my very first show I ever did in 2012. I think. Holy shit, dude! And then you were like, you guys were the headliners. Like up left was hot right then. It yeah. Was like yeah, it was like I I was like looking up to you guys. Like and then I met you know all all kinds of people from there and just kept going. Dude, like, that was. <laughs> but that yeah. night I remember like. That's fucking badass. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The black light flyers. The flyers were all like orange and pink and yeah. green because I already thought that <laughs> that yeah. was a good idea. <laughs> Fuck, we could go in there and you could fucking draw on the tables and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. I watched a fucking, uh, went there for DeVito P one time for a video shoot and there was like fucking, re- like, jello wrestling or fucking some, yeah, some yeah, crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, Ari uh, was telling me about there was a pregnant chick there, like, jello wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah it was compl- it was yeah I went there and I was like cool this will be fun interesting it was definitely interesting uh fuck so talk about uh a little more about what got you into music uh it was really like uh just experimenting on laptops and stuff like we were rapping into like the microphone on the front of the laptop like holding the holding the laptop up in yeah. the air like rapping into the <laughs> front of it you know, oh, yeah like, yeah and then uh eventually it progressed to like little computer desk mics and then and then you figured out oh you can get a mixer and all this other uh-huh. stuff yeah and then you discovered all that you know like and I started to really get into, like, I bought, like, a USB mic and, like, a cheap USB mixer. And and I started recording in my living room. And when we moved to Albany was when I really got into it heavy, when I moved away from the coast. Um, And when we were living in Albany, I was just, like, 
sit there all day long trying to record, 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 and not getting it right or figure it, and trying to figure it out and right. not being happy with what was coming out. And then, uh, but I was hiding it from everybody, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna show anybody. <laughs> and then uh, a couple friends knew, and then it, Ari got wind of it, and. Uh, heard that I was into rap and he was like yo uh, let me hear what you can do and I was like alright and then uh, play him some stuff and put him like this song called Firefly and mm-hmm. some other old shit like that I don't even acknowledge anymore <laughs> but like I remember feeling so pumped and hyped up on that material I think I've like, heard Firefly yeah yeah, yeah. it's an old one that was yeah. on the first album and yeah. then uh, I, I showed that to him and he was like whoa dude like we gotta get you a show we gotta get you in and that's how I got on that uh, hip hop's finest that night with you guys, and then he I, he convinced me. It took him like a month to convince me. He's just like talking to me a bunch and telling just to me keep like keep going. Yeah, and I, I was like nervous and just like I'm not, I'm, I don't want to do a show. Like I'm so did you ready. always <laughs> did you always just like have it in you? You were just like I just feel like that I I want to do that. Yeah, you listening know? to music and stuff. Just I I remember I listened to a lot of. Like when I was a kid, I listened to a lot of pop shit that was on the radio. You know, right. like, yeah, like Bastard Boys. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, dude. I used to get down everybody, that shit. Yeah, dude, everybody was yeah. into this shit. It was like global. Like, and then yeah, it, it turned into like rap rock. You had like Linkin Park and Limp Biscuit and Corn and all them. Yeah, out. yeah. And then there was there was fuck rap, Kid Rock and shit. Yeah, like first rap was kid rock. <laughs> rap was kind of on the back burner in some ways. And then there was like where I wasn't being exposed to it as much. And then I started hearing like Tech Nine and of dude. course. Eminem's out. Fifty Cent starts blowing up. Like, and then yeah, I really started getting into rap then. And then I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I remember a teacher at school. I've I've told this story before, but I this teacher at school he uh, taught us a class on hip hop culture, and uh, he showed us the roots and a bunch of other people like Farside and Talib Kweli and stuff like that. Right. And, and I was like exposed to this other rap world where like you know it's not Eminem it's not 50 Cent and it was some other shit and I was it's like like real fucking I was like, like whoa just... like <laughs> it blew my mind because at that time I'm writing poetry and I'm doing other things I'm trying to be a writer I'm trying to be an artist I was like drawn and doing uh, a lot of pen work with art and stuff and, uh-huh. and I didn't know what I wanted to be but then I'm hearing this stuff and I'm like, holy guy, like awakens something, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I can put this poetry stuff like over beats and it will sound like, like it, it related like, more to yeah. what you were doing. I was like, there's no way I can't not try this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then I tried it out and I remember uh, one thing I always tell people about like when they start is like, I feel like almost everybody who starts thinks of rap as the, as the thing you're supposed to emulate. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. So when you right. start, you're like, I'm going to be a rapper. And you, yeah. your image of a rapper is what you end up sounding like when yeah. you start. And you start, like, trying to be what you hear on the radio or what you hear on the... Like, kids today, what they're hearing is, like, the Molly Percocet, Molly, Molly Percocet, and they're hearing Just, that stuff. Yeah. And they're... So I, I went and taught a school uh, of kids, like, we were... We went there on a Saturday. It was, like, a music festival at McNary High over in Salem. And yeah. And while we were there, I'm hearing these kids and what they write. There's like 15, 16 year old kids, and a couple of them were crazy fire. I'm like, whoa, this is like, this kid's like ahead of his uh, age, you know, right. like this guy. And then there was other kids where I was like, 
they're rapping about popping the pills in You're the You're like, stop listening and, to the and, fucking and, radio, dude. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and I can hear the difference in, like, this guy's authentic and this guy's not. This guy found himself and this guy didn't. Yeah, like, yeah. It's crazy, like, the difference. And I pointed out those differences in the... In the class and stuff, and I showed them about authenticity and like, you're like, see, like, because there's a switch that happens like eventually where you're like, you're rapping after so long, and then you find out like, oh, I don't have to be my favorite rap, I can be me and rap, yeah, you know? like, and no, absolutely, yeah yeah, 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 and then you start rapping about real shit from there, like, because it's you, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy too when like I. When you have a, a like when you evolve as a person, and then you see that in your music as well, yeah, like you know what I mean. That's crazy yeah, too. Yeah, you go back and listen to the whole catalog. Like, I got like nine, ten, ten discs out. Yeah, since in, in like six, well, I started in two thousand twelve, rapping on a stage and recording, and that was like. So six years. And That's I, what I'm saying, like guys. Fucking projects, like crazy. And when I, when you go back and listen to the beginning ones, though, like you can see how mm-hmm. the changes happen, and eventually, like there's a switch that happens right around like the rise and the fall. I think, where like I found who I was, and before that, I was like trying to be something. And yeah, I, I yeah. was like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just rapping over beats and practicing and learning. And <laughs> see, dude, and that's what we did. Like, we just fucking like every single day we were in the studio, and we was like, oh, check this beat out. Like, I've, like today we got these three beats. Let's yeah. and we'd all just put, okay, we go. I got a verse. I got a verse. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just put it down every day. We'd put a fucking song out, and it. I feel like we benefited from it because, like you said, we got practice. You know yeah. what I mean? And like and you sharpen each other's skills right, and right. stuff too. Working with a group of people. Like once I started working with people was when I really started changing. I think too because mm-hmm. it's part of it. Like you're discovering that you're not who you think you are because your peers are letting you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that you ain't about that shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, what am I about? And yeah, it makes you think again. Like really, okay, like <laughs> if I say this, like those guys are gonna know that I'm not. You know, you yeah, like. Yeah. It makes you accountable, I guess, too. Uh, and that's one thing that I fucking hate nowadays is nobody's fucking, nobody's accountable. And yeah. they, like, everybody just... It's scary now. Uh, I think there's a difference between six years ago when I'm coming up as a rapper trying to figure out my style and now. Because even, like, six years ago, I wasn't hearing anybody, like... There was people talking about drugs and stuff, but it wasn't like it is right now. Right now, it's no. like the main focus and people are like in the mainstream radio are pushing drug culture and like people who are dead are releasing albums and Dude, pushing drug culture. Yeah. Like, yeah. so the, and people who died of the drugs, like still got albums dropping and you know, you're like, okay, well what the, fu- what's going on here? Like, cause before when I was coming in, Rappers wanted to be gangsters. It was drug. It was, it was drug dr- dealers. Yes. Yeah, so they were like, and just six years ago, and now change, it's drug users. The, yeah. <laughs> just, just even six years ago, the change, the changes happened between that time. I feel like, yeah. Because I feel like everybody who wanted to be a rapper when I was trying to be a rapper still wanted to be a gangster. They were like, there. I, I gotta be hard. I gotta be. I gotta tell yeah. you. Yeah. 
like who I am. I'm the fucking hardest I'm, I'm and the, I'm the meanest yeah. motherfucker you could ever meet. You know, like yeah. and that's how everybody wanted to be when you yeah. start rapping. You're like you're like, okay, so you're a hard ass like <laughs> like but now cool, it's like bro, now what? Oh, you sipline. Oh, you you do that. how many zans? How many <laughs> like, you know like Yeah, how are you still alive? <laughs> yeah. God. Like, it's crazy. I and I feel bad for kids cuz like I remember I was a kid trying to be a gangster. And then there's other kids today trying to be pill poppers and shit. And I'm like, how do you handle that? How do you, uh, how do you stop them from fucking up their whole life? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, like, how do you, like, I, I, I met these kids at the high school and I know these kids aren't popping. You know, like, a couple of them are talking about popping pills and I'm like, I know you're not. You know, I know Dude, you're not doing yeah. that. Like, you don't have to talk about that just because someone else is either. And that's like, the thing, too, is like, dude, I, I mean, I have fucking, I have two, I got, I have two freshmen. Yeah. And then eighth grader and a seventh grader. Yeah. And my kids listen to this fucking music. And... <sighs> <laughs> it's crazy. Like when you're a dad too, you think about that shit. Like other other people are hearing it and they're like, "Well, I don't have kids. Fuck, like, let's party." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, it's different. Like different perspectives. But. Yeah. Like no, <laughs> dude, no. Fucking, ugh, man, my kids fucking. Yeah, I'm not. I can't talk about that on the podcast. But. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. And, and especially since your kids are learning from the other kids, even if Dude. you keep them away from it, they're probably going to run into it anyway. And, so, you know, and, and, and have and to make a choice because they're going to see other kids doing it or whatever. And that's tough. Like, and social media nowadays yeah. and shit and fucking... Yeah. How many kids do you have? I, we, I got four. Like, we got an 11-year-old, 3-year-old, and some twins, you know, little newborners. Not newborn, like one. They're almost one. <laughs> uh, bro, yeah. See, so you're not fucking quite there yet yeah. as far as the age where you got to worry about it too much. But yeah, the eleven, the eleven year old's tough. We're tough on her too. But uh, you know, like kids are wild. They'll like do anything. You know, like there's there's all kinds of things you got to watch out for, and then you don't even know it's happening until it happens. Like you're like, oh my. What are you into? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like I, I mean, I got, <laughs> I took care of my little brother for a while and had issues with him because of I feel like partially because of this culture and how it's working and like you know, uh, there's just a lot of unfortunate circumstances around that and with uh, like family members around him that are heavily influenced by drugs and they're telling him what to think and what to feel and what to do and you know they right. love him and he loves them and you you have children bonded with people who are doing them dirty you know like that's yeah so like it's, yeah yeah and how is my little brother affecting his friends by having that influence you know like or whatever like and it's tough and that's like, it's fucking really gonna happen too dude yeah. hold on pause yeah so um Let's talk about, let's talk about fucking rap beef. Rap beef. Yeah, yeah I want to talk. A lot about, of that lately. I want to talk about some rap beef. <laughs> uh, is 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 your most recent fucking encounter? Is that shit all? I mean, it's all dead and done. That last one. Um, cool. I'm not gonna blast his name. No, or that's nothing, cool. I wasn't going to. Uh, I know that. 
uh, I, I have a little truce going. But, I mean, I still think he's an asshole. I still think he's a bad dude. I don't fuck with him. I told him as much, you know, like, it's not going to be, we're not making, he, you know, he wanted to do a collab and, like, well, let's, let's truce and have some unity and show the community that we can come together after all this bad stuff that happened. And, you know, I was like, well, I just can't do that. And not only did you mess with my life and me yeah you messed with my lady like so even if i'm a forgiving person or i'm the type to like yeah let's just you know come together and practice forgiveness and blah 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 like even if i'm that type of guy like you affected other people you affected people in my life who aren't gonna be happy yeah. if I work with you you know plus, like you just like, burnt all the bridge you know yeah <laughs> what i mean plus like you want to i mean i don't I don't know the dude personally, but you, I mean, there's some people you just don't want yeah, to have in your life. You know? For those who don't know, I, I beefed with a few local heads for like four months straight. I beefed with like, there was multiple different people, just different. Uh, I mean, they all matched. They're all just white boys with face tats and <laughs> they, they all want to be super gangster and turn up on you and threaten to come to your house and do crazy stuff and so when you're a rapper and you have like a certain amount of attention on you or something and pe people are uh, gonna talk on your social medias and have opinions on what you say and I put a lot of negative energy out there and that's what I got back was a lot of negative energy so if you ever want to experiment with that that's what happens <laughs> uh, but <laughs> like I, I put out uh uh, I put out that negative energy because I couldn't uh, check my pride and my ego. And, you know, when you get called a bitch by another man or you get told that your kids are going to get burned alive yeah, or fuck something. That. You know, when I hear shit like that from another man's mouth or whether it's on social media or in person, I think my reaction is to come at you. You know, like. Dude, and, straight and up. I think other people would have reacted worse than I have. And I'm a pretty restrained man. I, I, I'm I'm patient. I'm, I'm not like into just popping off and let's fight let's do that the first thing the first solution is we're gonna beat each other's ass like I'm not that kind of guy but uh, like a lot of things were said by a few different guys Dude, over the last four yeah. months and I, I when they say stuff like I try to check myself and like hold back but then it gets under my skin and it does get to me and then I'm like I can just destroy this person lyrically or something yeah. and I'm in my rap mode you know like uh, it, when you're a rapper, like your instinct is to just tear them apart on a track, and like everybody's like, "Oh, you're writing poetry about other dudes or something." But I'm like, yeah, "Whatever." Fuck like, that poetry's no, I'm, my I'm, shit, like, bro. Yeah, poetry is awesome, and I'm letting my aggression <laughs> loose instead of beating their ass. Like, <laughs> like, and I'm, and and that fucking song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the songs were crazy. Uh, the yeah, one of them still going. The first guy. Uh, Izzy Y, he uh, he's still going off online and posting pictures and talking all kinds of shit. But I I ain't fucking with him, you know. Like I I ain't, I blocked the motherfucker. Like mm -hmm. beef is crazy, man. Because people that I uh, 
one of the guys I beef with, that guy I just mentioned, uh, we never even met in person at once. Like, right. I've never seen it. I've been doing hundreds of shows over the last six years. And, right. You know, like, I ain't seen that guy at a show once. I ain't seen that guy in part of the hip-hop scene, the community. Like, nobody fucks with this guy. Like, if I if you were a part of the scene, I would have seen you. Like, <laughs> like I'm I out seen, there. Yeah, I seen yeah. him one time. I think I seen him one time at a show, and he was trying to fight somebody. Yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I, and then I'm, I, I, I go out there all the time. And I don't see him. Then uh, suddenly this guy pops up and he wants some clout and start throwing disses and but you're a bitch and blah 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 and he gets you riled up and then you respond. This guy like he never got more than 125, 150 plays on a track in his life. When you look back at his other shit, and then he drops a diss track on me and tags my name, gets three k yeah, plays because yep. everybody wants to see that kid cry get dissed or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> like what's that sound like? You know? Because <laughs> yeah, because they want to, they want to, they want to hear, they want to hear what happened. They want to hear why in in a yeah. day or two you're gonna fucking murder them. On yeah. Yeah, and they don't and give a fuck about you or like yeah. your track or your skate. Like you're, you know, if they gave a fuck, you'd be getting play on your other shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's people say you're gonna give them fame, and I'm like, yeah, I gave them a little more fame than necessary or whatever. And it's not fame either because it's only we're talking thousands. But as of soon plays, as I stop talking, not millions. Yeah. Right? As you soon know, as you stop saying his name, then that goes away. Yeah, so. we're on an underground level. I ain't worried. Like, yeah. it was more personal for me. All that shit was because it was like the shit that they were saying and doing. And, and like showing up to my workplace, taking pictures out front, and I come out to fight him, and he's gone. You know, like that type of shit. And I'm like, what is happening? Like this is crazy. Like yeah. I was in there. Where he's like, I waited outside for you for half an hour, and I was like, well, I was in there working. I didn't. <laughs> I was like, you're not worth my, my job, job dude. Like... My goddamn phone. And then when I did check it, I came outside immediately, and you were not there. You know, like, wow. Like, just stuff. People online are crazy. Man. Yeah. People are on, the internet is nuts. Like you hear, you hear all you motherfuckers. It's you're, not a good thing. You are crazy. <laughs> yeah. You need to chill on your emotions. Stop using this Facebook shit as a diary. Stop coming at people that you don't even know. Because eventually shit's going to get out of hand. And you and know. people take that shit personal too. And like it's it's crazy the impact that some fucking buttons yeah. on a keyboard can have in somebody's life. Motherfucker goes to the bar and kills... 12 people and you wonder why oh I don't know what could have happened to him nobody it's cause you guys were fucking rude to him on the internet <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's your fault <laughs> fuck shit <laughs> I, not that I'm gonna talk because I was very rude to these people but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I I didn't give them nothing they didn't ask for and didn't right. deserve they, they all came at me first and that's how I operate I don't come at anyone I'm not I'm not going out of my way to attack any motherfuckers. Like, right. I don't care about what you're doing or how you're doing it. Like, do you and kill it. I want all of you to succeed out there if you're listening. If I don't know you and we've never met, then I probably don't want you to fail. I'm not looking to hurt you or put you under. And if you have some feelings about me and my message and my image, stop looking. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, yeah. Quit looking. Go look right. at something else. Like Yeah, the only time I've ever had beefs live. with people <laughs> it's because they they were concerned too much with what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so irritating, but you know. And I, that negative energy carried over, I think, Dude. for the beefs. Like I think that's why I had like 
four in a row because it was just that negative energy was like carrying over months uh-huh. and other people got involved and like it stemmed out into more beef and yeah. more beef and the, you could let that shit just go and roll with it if you wanted you could harness it and just like stick to it like I mean you hear people like Takashi that's that's how people are coming up rapping now like you hear about their charges before you hear about their music like so like yeah yeah that's that's what we're operating with God, you know? it's all about clout <laughs> like get that clout do you do you like Takashi I hate him I hate yeah. him I, I don't know uh, about the details of his situation I, I just think he's a douchebag but uh, the details yeah. of his situation seem pretty messed up as well uh, I think anyone who's chilling naked and taking pictures and videos with a 13 year old dude fuck laugh. off you knew she was 13 yeah, dude you know like yeah like I don't I, I feel like if you're doing that then you, you know and you, everybody's like he didn't penetrate her on video I'm like well what do you think happened when the video turns yeah, off you think they're yeah. all just oh let's put our clothes back on yeah you know, like, oh the battery's off. dead time like, to go like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like fuck off and, every, and then the argument comes out He's he was 17 or 18 I don't know how old he was because everybody else seems to know and uh, they all have different numbers yeah and so like I can't tell even like you can't I look at like police reports and even those are different or whatever like they put that shit out and you can look at all that stuff and make your own decisions on it but I don't care about the motherfucker enough to go out of my way to go investigate him and uh, figure out what where and when why and what the fuck ever cause like I, I think he's influencing everybody because we're giving him that attention you know like I said I didn't hear one of his I still haven't heard one of his songs I think I heard Fifi on the radio or and something. that's such a fucking stupid song and that's the only one I've heard and I I'd turn it off before it's even all the way through and like the first thing I ever heard about this guy was his charges the papers came up and it shows a uh, rapper uh, charged with sexual misconduct blah 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 and then I'm reading these articles and this is I'm never I've never heard Takashi's name before I read this article and like, yeah. and then I'm, I'm realizing like oh these articles are like making him famous like these articles about him being a sex offender is getting him clout and people are like fighting his case for him and respecting him publicly and like and he's building off of that and then he starts doing shit like taking people's baby mamas out shopping and stuff yeah, like that and I'm seeing dumb shit like and I'm I'm involved in hip hop culture so like I'm not investigating any of this shit it's just coming across my radar I'm watching Hot 97 Ebro in the morning yeah. whatever and my favorite shows are being infected with bullshit where I'm like having to hear about shit I don't even care about this fucking rainbow like, motherfucker yeah, that's like, like screaming into the mic and shit and they're all talking shit on him too but I, I mean like I'm not even trying to sit here and like talk shit on him all the time cause like I, I don't even feel him in that way but and then I'm sitting here writing bars on songs that I haven't even released where I'm like talking shit on the concept of a Takashi <laughs> so like, I play both sides but it's, it's I'm always that kind of guy but you know, like it, he's a char- he's he's a kid. What are they, it's like a he's a character, isn't yeah. that what they call it? You yeah. know, yeah. like he, he's not. It's not it, a real thing. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> he's he got an image from he's fucking he's whatever. he's he's riff raff. Yeah, he's the next riff raff. Very colorful, very you know, pops out there. Does fucking antics, violent riff raff. Gets famous the same way jackass dudes get famous. You know, like yeah. where they're doing crazy stunts and antics and funny videos making fun of people and he's like an instagram star or something you know like it's just like i i i see what they're doing you know 
I, and I, you, there's not he's not the first or last star that's gonna be built that way too like the catch me outside chick or whatever the fuck like fucking boom gang and shit yeah and whatever like, it's all the same shit soldier boy was coming up the same way dude remember, he like, was like the and uh fucking i hated that so bad that he came up off gimmicks and shit yeah but, it was all gimmicky shit and just like i i, I feel like that stuff's existed all the always though. Like Vanilla Ice is as much a fucking gimmick as right. So like, yeah. fuck Vanilla Ice too. You know, <laughs> you know be authentic. Quit being fucking fake and lame. Just yeah. be authentic and be you. And I'm not saying Takashi ain't being him, but if he's being him, he's a fucking asshole. So either way, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, so what's next, man? Uh, I have a project I'm working on right now. I just I'm I wrapped up the day shoot on a video for, called Bare Necessities with my dude Three Zinc, and uh, I got more videos coming out, and I'm gonna do more work with Bossic. I got the angry music video that I'm gonna be dropping. Uh, I'm gonna go record that with him, and then uh, it, it's gonna be sick. There's all kinds of stuff coming out. I got collabs with Theory and uh, Drew from Born Broke Die Famous, Kid Phantom from Born Broke. Uh, there's Mike Weaver on my next album. Like I'm, I'm trying to get a lot of people that I haven't worked with, uh, that I think are talented that mm-hmm. I come across on the scene, and like, it, they're they're all super talented people, and I've been working regularly with these born broke kids like Cryptic and right, 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 and all them. Yeah. Like, and we've been recording their albums and projects and stuff, and adding that ground up sound to it, and showing like what we think they could sound like you know and Fuck yeah. it's it, it's coming out great like i i feel like their music is like it, it's on another level than it was even before and not just because of us but because they're evolving as artists and all of them are finding who they are and <clears throat> like it's it's good to hear those guys uh mac or brain damage uh he's a homie out there too and he's been coming in the studio and recording like I, I've been busy on the recording part. Where, uh, got a guy named Kali Kali McRae. Uh, he's he's been coming in recording some Hell stuff yeah. and uh, just a whole bunch of different artists, man. Xavion, Jeff Dank, uh, the ground up team, of course, is like Steez, Joe Av, uh, Stephen Gibson on the mix. Uh, we got KG, the last one, Saint Alex. You know, like it's a lot of names that you don't know probably if you're listening to this, but uh, yet. <laughs> you know, but yet. like uh, if if you, if you are interested in good music and you check them hear, out, motherfuckers. yes, absolutely. Like just slowly replay this podcast and mark, mark over down and over all and those over names that I just said because there's no way you're gonna remember them all. Uh, but I, I promise you, they're quality. All of these guys are something special. Like, it, just working with people and seeing, like, we don't work with whack artists over there. Like, I feel like we take in, we, we try new artists and we try stuff and we figure out who we like and who we don't like. And we stick with the sounds that we feel are good. And sonically, I think everybody that's been coming through there is killing it. Like, I, I everybody in this area has been killing it lately. Like, I, I look at you guys doing the re-up. Like, the the whole Uplift crew is out spiderwebbing, doing their own yep. thing now. And yep. it's awesome seeing, like, Dom out there killing it. Esta, you are you got your album coming in uh, Christmas. Like, you know, like... Fuck yeah. I, I'm so excited for all the stuff. Like, Chambers and Esta dropping the filth 
filth gang tape the filth tape the filth and, uh, tape man <laughs> like your boy B he's got some stuff coming like everybody t- uh, was that 24k yeah 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 he's, yeah. he's been killing it like, he just shot another video with Bossic too and this is all homegrown studios and I feel like they got a great sound like and you know like that's the cool thing about all this is like there's multiple stations just popping up all Dude. over the place and everybody's doing their thing and yep. they're sounding good. Yep. And it's good to just hear the material coming out. Even if it's not getting that proper push, like we all are broke. We all do you know, pay bills and go do our lives and we have our kids and like it's hard to just like take a chunk of money and promote and do all the shit that artists are supposed to do like because when you when you like when you when we talk about mainstream and who's on your radar and like at your action bronsons and your whoever's fuck how much money they spend to get promotion to get into that fucking the spot where you can see them like people don't notice that or know about it they're like why why isn't this dope ass artist on or whatever and that's because they don't have money probably yeah (laughs) you know i bet i bet most of the time it's because they don't have money and you can go get your opportunities and you can go grind and run around out there and meet the right people and and find your way you know like there's no one way to get on and like a lot of us are trying and a lot of us are showing what we can do but it's it's, it is what it is you know like there's money involved and there's big platforms hogging all those spotlight and like you got to be on that platform or make your own way and making your own way is very difficult yeah it is right (laughs) i just had to i just had to fucking push a video shoot back yeah with Bossic and because shit came up last minute I planned for yeah, fucking man. months dude and then last minute shit came up and I had to you know push yeah. it back and it's just like shit happens like fuck man but that's part of the process yeah and it's part of it like you're waiting on yourself and your creativity and then you're waiting on the business aspect of it and yeah how to push this and how do i make sure everybody's gonna see it like i don't even know if people know but like facebook and twitter and all that doesn't even reach all the people on no, your dude. page you know like you you'd be dropping tracks to your 5,000 followers or whatever but only 40 of them saw the damn post you know like because like, yeah. they want you to pay money to reach your own fans like there's an option when you're paying for a sponsored ad where it says advertise to your fa- friends and family yeah, it says like, boost post like yeah. I, what? why why do I have to boost this post I just posted it to the people that yeah. are that follow like that should be mandatory like your friends and family or your friends and family they should be seeing your post right yeah. so you figure like you wouldn't have to pay for that part but you also have to pay for that if you're an artist because like they don't show everybody you know those 40 people riding with you and actually following your page are cool but like to actually put it out there and get it in front of faces getting people to press play is the hardest part and you gotta make everything appealing it's gotta look good it's gotta be you know like and especially now with the way that social media has yeah. has uh streamlined everything so much that it's just it's instant yeah, everything's yeah. instant your song got to be 2 minutes long for people to listen to if your song's 5 minutes for long forget about it dude yeah like <laughs> it better so, be a good ass song i have <laughs> i have uh yeah dude for real i got 10 what 10 11 songs on the new on the new shit and uh <clears throat> three of them have three verses yeah you know and it's because i think two of them are because I had a feature on it. Yeah. But it's like people don't... And artists... I don't know if people know artists are different than the consumers because artists love to make albums and artists love to make 
work that can carry on over time and uh, and things that are going to last you know like the and taking taking your time on a song and deciding that it's six minutes or whatever that's that's an artist's move you know like we're not you're not supposed to be making your art decisions on like marketability but that's mm. what we really do now yeah. so like you're like, oh, well, <laughs> it's going to be two minutes long because they're not going to want to hear none of that. And then it's going to be, you know. Like, it's and then just... they want something else. And then they want something else. And then their attention span has gone off to something out the window of the car. And they're not even listening yeah. to the music There's anymore. a meme in the comments. Dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they ended up on YouTube watching a fucking monkey piss out, you know, on yeah. somebody's head or something. Yeah, it doesn't and, even matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your song's forgotten yeah <laughs> but you gotta that's that's all it's all about impact and and deciding what to say and and how you think you can make a change with uh other people's thinking and how you can get them motivated to just want to hear more you mm -hmm. know like uh you gotta relate and be real and i think that's an important part you know like i noticed like being real to people was like telling them who you are and being completely transparent even is like the best way to just move forward because people trust you and they know that mm -hmm. you're not bullshitting them either like and i that's how i like to operate you know i'm pretty much like people ask me questions i tell them exactly what they want to know most of the time and yeah uh, like even in my music like you can hear all like the bullshit i've gone through and been through and like traumatic experiences and stuff like that like i, I include everything that's in there. yeah like, me too open book. if mm -hmm. people are actually listening they know exactly who i am probably like you know <laughs> yeah i think even at some points uh i do it to a fault you know yeah. where I, I think i leave myself a little too vulnerable yeah at like, times too but much. yeah <laughs> they yeah could really fuck with my life exactly they really knew what they knew you know <laughs> but that's i mean i can't control that i wear my heart on my sleeve and like if you listen to my music like you'll definitely you can you can tell that you know there's definitely emotion and shit in it but yeah dude that's this new like positive fucking yeah. shit that it's 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 crazy because once i started putting out the good vibes like even just on facebook and like just trying to have a good outlook and be positive to people with my in, in my interactions with people throughout the day dude that shit's fucking coming back bro yeah. like yeah i felt i fell into that negativity and the the battling all that stuff like and i made an angry track the angry track right about, right uh being that aggression i harnessed that aggression and really put it in a song and like it's a dope track you know like it, it it's just it, it was a vibe that i was feeling for a few months where i was like and it doesn't feel good to be in that place either you're like locked in this place where you got to make angry songs and upsetting music and you're like Ugh, like you're just getting it out you know like dude i've been i've been there before big time and yeah, it's, it's tough to get out yeah and then once you get out of it you're like okay whew, now i gotta make some happy songs we need yeah lighthearted piano or something. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i need some fucking bells and where's shit kyle and some, yeah I, i'm gonna listen to some kyle music it's <laughs> like, uh, funny yeah man it's it's a trip like i i'm glad that's all over now uh and moving into new stuff like i like all these like the sun and the moon was a long project it took years and years to make but this next stuff is really like more recent it's all stuff i've made in the last year and a half or so or less and uh I got like three projects I'm sitting on to be honest with you and they're just all sitting there waiting to be put out and stuff going like one's like a 20 pr uh, track project I got like an 18 Damn. track project I got a, d a duo album that I'm finishing with this uh, 
half a double dragon skeptic out in California. Um, he's hopping on all the verses uh, where me and this professor uh, parody were yeah, supposed yeah, to drop right. an album together. And he's so Chad jumped on all the verses and replaced him because we just had some. We had some issues. Uh, you know, when you have artists in your life, your personal life, they try to control your life and tell you who you can hang out with or how you can live, and then you start to experience friction because... Was that your... What was your duo? What was the name of the duo? We were uh, Two Awkward Fucks. Yeah, yeah, And it was yeah. it got awkward in the end. Right on... We recorded the last track, literally, for the album, and we got done, and then uh, we just had a blowout between us, and I, it just couldn't be overlooked. Where he was just trying to tell me how to live my life, and I need to do, I need to be doing all this because shit. he. It was, it was very, uh, it was some controlling shit. It was some weird stuff, like, and I felt uh, like he was trying to control me at that point, and I felt like uh, I should step back, and he distanced himself from everyone without issue he just blocked all the people that are friends with me and right yeah he had projects and other uh music going with other people and he just cut them out of his life because he was done with me you know like and i was like damn this guy just self-destructed like, like it was a real fucking issue for him yeah, huh? it was, like it was tough damn. like it was tough and i i hope he found some peace here that he uh figured out what he needs to do to change the way he interacts with people and that he has a better time making friends but it, it was tough like i feel like he really just cut off everybody and decided to be lonely you know like, and damn left and he moved up here to be around artists in the first place so i felt bad for the whole thing but it was also like a decision where i was like well we can't we can't do a project together we can't do this like it's it's just not gonna work he, i think he even put the th damn thing out the, or the rough mix he had all the rough mixes and he put out the project unfinished and shit and was, i was just like no that's not how it's gonna sound anymore guy we got the mixes over here we're gonna make it sound like a good album and something that we can actually perform in the future because you know you know like <laughs> it's good music and i don't i don't want it to go to waste just because someone had some feelings so about... you said you took you you replaced his parts yeah I, I i reached out to his old duo partner in the bay area yeah. and i had his old duo partner replace him on the track because he did the same shit to another guy down in the bay <laughs> and he, that's why he moved up here you know Fuck. like so it was a lot and you know, he was beefing with Theory on the on the radio over in Salem. Like, really? Yes, yeah, that Sunday night wrap up, and they were on there. And I shout was, out to I, Theory. Yeah, shout out to Theory. He dropped a diss track on him after that interview because we're in the interview, and he's just talking some shit, and it, it, it was just a real tense situation yeah. where like. I felt like uh, he had a problem with Theory's lifestyle and how he lives as a rapper. And then Theory was like, why do you have a problem with me? I don't I'm even know you. Yeah. You know, like, and it was similar to the beef I went through before. This, this, it seems this like dude just like gets too personal on people. Like he's... Yeah. Yeah, he's he wants to be like the controller of how you operate as a human. Like your basic human functions should be what he thinks they should be. You know, like not what 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 you've learned from your own experiences in your own life. Like, it's his experiences are what everybody should be, and I think that's just a wrong way to look at people. You know, like yeah, you can't look at people like something you gotta mold and evolve and you no know, like, dude just you, just worry about you mind your business and do your thing and yeah. interact with people and yeah <laughs> yeah be a person <laughs> just be just be a normal person <laughs> yeah. dude
pretty much be regular. Yeah. So yeah, the, all that beef, <laughs> it just it just carried on. But he uh, he got some heaters on him. Uh, we got we got some stuff for him on the project, and we we designated the whole thing to be put out later. But like it, it was just like he, we got all the verses back from uh, Skeptic, and just waiting on a couple more features. And fuck yeah. So, uh, like, like I said, there's all these projects just sitting there, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm feeling good about all of it. I'm feeling like I'm gonna roll it out right. I'm gonna do it, do it how it should be done. I'm gonna give some effort behind it and see what happens. Like, I don't know if it'll blow up, and I'm not trying to necessarily blow up, but dude, you know, if it happens, if it though, happens, man, it happens you and know, we tried. Like, I can't say we didn't try. Like, I, I feel like. Uh, you know that's not my purpose these days. Where I'm like thinking about, oh, I gotta be big. I gotta be big. It's the, it's more like I'm gonna make this music. It's gonna be fucking good, and we'll see what happens. And we'll see what fucking happens. <laughs> and that's that's exactly where I'm at too. Like, and I even had to I had to step aside and and get get my shit together on on a personal fucking level. You know, and yeah, you've and, been out of it for a few years, right? Yeah, yeah, three four years, and. uh I'm not showing anybody any of the music this time either before it gets yeah. released. Like last time we just put it, we'd make a song and put that shit out. Like when I'd release a mixtape, every single song would already be on the internet when yeah, this yeah. shit, you know, and like, like you've heard a couple songs of select, like I could probably count on one hand how many people have heard yeah, shit I've heard off of three, this. Four tracks. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And I'm really fucking stoked about it. So like, that's kind of what I'm on too is like, let's, let's slow down. Let's really respect the process because that's something I think maybe they got overlooked a little bit in the past too is respecting the fucking process, you know, because yeah, it's yeah. – and, and yeah, I'm fucking – same shit, dude. Like let's <laughs> get it right and let's put it out and like I don't care to get famous or get rich, but let's just – let's do it and let's fucking – if it happens, it happens. That's right. Nice. It's already extra income as I, I look at it. I work full time. I got babies, you know, like, yeah, I, I, you know, I make a few hundred dollars a month off rap and it's nothing to live off of. Like if I could live off it, I wouldn't have a job right now, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, know yeah. but it's, it is what it is. Even at a high, even at a level where you're like been grinding for six years straight, not stopping, like it doesn't just come overnight, you know, like no. it's like hours and hours and time put in. And like, if you blow up, you blow up. Some people put time in all their life and never blow up. And if that's your goal, then you're going to be miserable with it. Your goal should be to make good yeah. music, be happy doing what you're doing and appreciate your talents and, you know, nurture those and show love to yourself. And like, you have to be doing it for some other reason besides money to stay happy, you know, like, because I think if you're just relying on money and it never comes, then you're going to be a miserable fuck. You know? Plus, <laughs> plus you're, yeah, yeah, basically. And your motives, your motives will be fucked up. Yeah. I think you'll you're not doing it for the make art moves for money. Y you know? Yeah, and so it's not going to be really like genuine. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be authentic, and that's not the way that it should be. It's not cool, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. If you got talents, don't take them for granted, motherfuckers. <laughs> but. Well, shit, dude. It was fucking good to kick it with you. Yeah, bro. Hell yeah, I got some fucking. Definitely got some good some good shit here. Yeah, I'm happy you're doing this, man. You gotta keep doing this uh, yeah. podcast. I think I, I'm I'm trying to take up one. You, you've inspired me to move forward with my plans. I think. Fuck yeah. I like I I 
I don't think there's enough of these around the area and especially uh, for hip hop because it's just a... And not that your podcast is for hip hop. You're probably into sports and all kinds of stuff. Dude, and it's guests of any kind, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but having that platform and offering it to the hip hop heads is dope. Like I feel like uh, I don't get to do this. I've been doing it six years straight, and I I don't go to people's houses and do their podcasts. Right. Like that <laughs> so it's good to get out and Hell yeah. have a a real fucking genuine talk and have people hear my thoughts on all this shit right see and that's what i'm trying to do it too is like dude yeah you hear all these people like you hear their music but i want to give artists like you that like genuinely fucking care about what's going on with what they're doing can't get on sway yeah can't get on 97 we got the answers where are you ebro (laughs) call me Call me, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's dope though. It's fun, cool. I'm gonna keep doing it, and I'm probably gonna reach out to you for some uh, for some names of people to get in here too. But yeah, yeah, I got I got names. Dude. I got names. Yeah. You guys should get Steez in here. Steez is a he's an up and comer, man. Like I've I've watched him evolve and become something else and become another artist. Like just the stuff he's been cranking out the last few weeks. He came in and did a couple tracks, and oh, you gonna see, you gonna see. Hell yeah! It's gonna be good. Like he's he's got anthems now. He's got he's gonna let y'all know who he is. Like he's been he's been dropping material the last couple years, but I think he's found his groove and uh, and he knows his strengths and he's becoming better in areas that he wasn't good in before. And it's just good to see that progression as a as a teammate because I I feel like he's the dude right now. Like. <laughs> just watching him he's young he's ready he's hungry like he's got a family to feed like you know like yeah, and he's yeah. making great music it's authentic it's from the heart like fuck yeah yeah That's ground up. up ground up <laughs> I'll put some I'll definitely put some links in the fucking description of this shit too so you guys can check out uh, all of his stuff um, yeah man you, I want to shout out to my lady yeah shout out to my lady I know you're probably gonna hear this later uh, shout out to Shout out to Joe Av. He's got the inconsistent mixtape coming out. Uh, that's that's a team too. Like, uh, I can't wait to show you guys what we got. Ground up albums coming. Shout out to Steven. He's making all the beats for that. Like, people that have come in the studio. We're making compilations. And, he's been grinding too for man, years, huh? Man, yeah. He's he's mixing. This guy's a genius. Like, he's he's mixing the art of twenty different artists. You know, like he's mm-hmm. he's working. He's mixing. 20 different people's work and dude i was doing six or seven back in the day and it's rough bro it's tough that's a lot of work yeah he's just cranking them out and and he's got a lot on his plate right now i bet he's got like 20 tracks to mix right now (laughs) you know like but he's chiseling away at him and making everybody on top of like life just life in general yeah and And yeah he's he's working full-time right he's about to move and go to somewhere else move to a different house and you know just uh cars breaking down whatever the hell you know like you got to deal with life coming at you while you're mixing all these people's tracks and trying to make them great and make them sound awesome yeah hoping that they get the product they need to blow it's a big responsibility man yeah (laughs) it's crazy man tip your engineer (laughs) god damn it yeah those guys don't get enough love Uh -uh. shout out to steven gibson the producer shout out to Austin House. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Homegrown. Hell yeah. Well, I will definitely get you back in here again, man. Absolutely. It's I'd love cool. to come back, man. Hell yeah. Shout out. What's your podcast called? Uplift State of Mind. Uplift State of Mind. Thank you guys for listening. Much love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peace. <laughs>